Welcome everyone, one and all, to the Weird World Podcast, our continuing Halloween Weird World. There we go. Because I can't say that. I let others <laughs> say that. I was going to call it Holly Weird World. No, that's, that's not right. That's uh, the it's continuing close. month of October in which we regale you with relatively scary and Halloween-y things. Okay, I'm Dean. I'm Jack. I'm Carrie. Carrie's going to lead us today in something that's scary and Halloween-y or Hollow Weird worldy. Hey, hey, this actually wasn't bad. Good oh. job. Carrie? Yes, I am. But first, though. Yeah, first, we're going to shout out a listener, a new listener named Kevin not going to say your last name, but it's also a first name. And he knows. <laughs> Kevin weird. knows who he That's is. That's weird. But anyway, he's new. Oh, my God. Is it Kevin Todd? Kevin McAllister. <laughs> is it Kevin John? Kevin Bob? Kevin Kevin? No. Can't Go through all the, all the male first names you know, Dean. Anyway, Kevin thinks Dean sounds a lot like Alton Brown. Alton Brown. Who is that? He's from the Good food Eats. science guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that guy. I like that guy. And in his mind, no. it's you. Jack, Jack is nodding that I should not we'll like We'll talk later, that. but he's been canceled. Oh, shit. I don't keep up with that kind of thing. I still kind of like him. I don't know why he's canceled, but... All right, we'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> you might regret that Jack one. Jack is signaling like, shut Everybody stop talking. But so anyway, Kevin, in his mind... What? The leader of the Ku Klux Klan? What? No, he seems <laughs> fine. In is Kevin's that? mind, you're Alton Brown okay. playing a character named Dean. Oh, all that's right. cute. No, that's cool. I like it. So anyway, thanks, Kevin. But wait, no, listening. it's not cool because Jack, again, is frantically signaling that I should not think that's cool. Well, we'll find no, out why. That's not okay. But that's okay. okay. He, you could remind him of someone way worse. Oh, that's, okay, thank you. He reminds <laughs> me a little of Hitler. The way he puts his... No. Okay, so here's our story. Okay, Ooh. go. Uh, we are in Romania. Romania. Ooh. 1913. <gasps> What's going to oh, happen? Or possibly 1914. All right. I've, I've seen it both ways. The dawn of World War One. Yes. That part. Talpa, Romania. Little baby Eleanor. Roosevelt? Zagoon. From the baby no, cages? No. no. Okay. Zagoon, Zagun, Zagun. 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 Oh, it seems like you didn't look that up. Someone who makes fun of me when I don't look things up. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was born. She was a simple little peasant girl. Oh, wow. When she was about 12, she was sent to stay with her grandparents who lived in the village of Buhai. Did she call them Grand Grand and say Shabadoo? Probably not because she was Romanian. Especially well, that could because, be from yeah, Romania. Actually. Well, Grand Grand doesn't sound Romanian. I feel How like it might know? be. Carrie, it's a Latin, it's a Romance language. Okay. So I think it is Romanian. It isn't Romanian Slavic, though? No, it's not. It's romance. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Good job. So you think... Yes, I do think that Grand Grand and Shabbat is what they call their grandparents Mm -hmm. in Romania. And until you prove me wrong, I will continue to think that. Well, when Eleanor was 12 and she went to stay with her grandparents, Mm -hmm. a series of bizarre events... (gasps) Started to occur. So we're talking 1925. Got it. Okay. What? 1913 or 14? But That's now she she's 12. Oh, now I, she's 12. I was like, oh, I missed that part. Yeah. Now we're in the 20s. I got confused. So the bizarre events surrounding poor little Eleanor became a paranormal mystery <gasps> that to this day has never been solved. I'm going to need her to be a werewolf at some point. Can you just <laughs> add that if it's not part of this? I'll start it with some candy. Done it always. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> yes, it pretty much does. Shortly after... Sh- okay, hold on, hold on. 
My grand doctor is barking. Hi, dear boy. <laughs> That's a no. Shortly after Eleanor went to live with her grandparents, she was walking along the sidewalk, and she noticed some money on the ground. <laughs> like, what would any 12-year-old kid do? Pick it up. Find a nickel, pick it up. It's is a that, is a, that a saying? Yeah. Find a nickel, pick it up. No. Find a penny, pick it up. All day long, you'll have good luck. Are wow. you kidding? You've never heard that. No, I've not heard that. Oh, my God, Dean. Have you heard that? Jack has not heard that either. <laughs> I don't know. No, uh, I don't think so. That might have been just you, actually, turns out. I mean, I knew about I mean, like lucky pennies, but I didn't know about that specific penny little loaf? fucking rhyme. Penny loafers, you put a penny in your shoe. Well, you know, they always call it the lucky penny, but I don't know that there was, a, there was an accompanying rhyme. Yeah. Mom is... Just a lot of those things like that. About us not she does seem angry. Not Jack. I understand Jack not hearing it. But mm-hmm. Dean, we're the I'm same sorry. age. I'm sorry. Where have you been? <laughs> I'm. Where did you spend your childhood? <laughs> he was poor, mom. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so if sorry he found a penny, the... he should have picked it up. Well, we lived in the city. People don't f- drop pennies in the city. Nope. That's where. Nope. No. That's where Eleanor's gun was. Well, she was in a little. Anyway. Eleanor found the money, probably a bit more than a penny, and so she decided to spend it all on candy in a a nearby little candy shop. When she got home and told her grandmother, her grandmother flew into a rage. All you got was candy cigarettes? These are wrong on many levels. (laughs) Well, she was very upset that Eleanor spent all the money on candy, you know, a frivolous thing to spend money on. She told her that the money had probably been left by Draku, the devil. Oh, Draku? Really? And that by accepting the money and selfishly spending it on herself, she had invited demonic forces into her life. This is the worst grandma ever. Immediately. What a great mm-hmm. thing to say to a That's 12 a year old. That's a horrible Are you woman. <laughs> Jesus. So. She wanted the money for her. She, great grandma was going to buy whiskey. Let's be honest. Cigarettes and yeah, booze. For sure. Well, very soon after this, strange things started happening. Yeah. To poor little Eleanor. Grandma was probably doing that to fulfill her prophecy. <laughs> Grandma's like fucking with Eleanor. Ah, oh, you see a ghost? The first thing involved some stones. Grandma is throwing rocks at her granddaughter. Okay. Uh oh. One evening, as everyone sat around the table having a meal, a rain of stones began to hit the house. Mm. Jesus. The level of the stone rain. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the intensity. Okay. The intensity. I, I, no, I level think she said it rain. just fine initially. So let's let, let her have Ooh. that. Was increasing. Jesus. Okay. The Until level there of were stone rocks rain. of all sizes pelting the house. Wow. Boulders. So mm-hmm. would, would you characterize that as a high level of a storm rain? Oh, the highest. Is that a, Okay. Okay. I'm just making sure. Not only stones and rocks. (gasps) Frogs. There was also a piece of porcelain and a brick. Just one? Oh, sorry. No, half a brick. Half a brick, okay. Yes. Hit the house. Actually flew through and smashed the windows. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah, rocks raining down, they'll do that. Mm -hmm. Wait, this is 1920s Romania, right? Yeah. Were they Jewish, by any chance? Jesus. Well, this is a time of much anti-Semitism. I'm just wondering if they were being hate crime. I don't know if they were Jewish. Okay. I'm just curious. When the rock rain stopped, they looked outside to see if they could see who the fudge is throwing rocks <laughs> okay. at our house. Okay. <laughs> they kept that's, the language that's in the check. the Romanian okay. for it. And there was no one out there. 
Goodness. We covered that, Carrie, in the Kentucky Meat Shower episode. And I think we proved that was more of a Kentucky thing. So is Romania Europe's Kentucky? Yes, but this is rocks, not meat. It's just kind of of the same, you know, ilk. There's I'd no rather there. have vomits from vultures. Okay, yeah, true. Rocks, to be honest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, less harmful. It would hurt. Much you. less gotcha. harmful. Well, to the body, not to the psyche. So stones, True. so level wow. of storm rain, of stone rain, and bricks. And but the strange thing was, all the stones that had come into the house, most of them seemed to land at Eleanor's feet. Mm, oh, that's shit. just weird. But so, did they did they get hurt? Like, did they actually hit anybody? I don't think so. Or just sort of cause mayhem and confusion? I think more mayhem and confusion and obviously damage to the house. Yeah. Broke the windows. So they're breaking through the windows and landing at her feet. Yes. Ooh. Okay. That's so it freaky. looked like they had been aimed at Eleanor. Yeah, She's, she's, a, she's a stone magnet. Mm-hmm. So. Harsh Dracu. In the following days, wherever Eleanor went, objects just seemed to fly at her. Things Whoa. would fly off shelves and land at her feet. She got the COVID vaccine and now she's magnetic. <laughs> what? <laughs> you haven't heard that? No, I People not. think that it's got yeah. like the vaccines make you magnetic because they got aluminum. You know, in them. you know what? Makes sense. I'm just saying. Which is an aluminum. PSA. Magnetic. Aluminum is not magnetic. <laughs> Still. Aluminum is a good thing. You know what? My philosophy is why takes chances yeah, I said takes chances. Why takes Why chances? takes chances? <laughs> Just go ahead and not get vaccinated and then, you know. Get polio. Get yourself out of the gene pool. Measles. Wow. You want a cute little tetanus. <laughs> um, anyway, get your vaccines Dean's and what happened are with- not representative <laughs> of the Weird World podcast. Uh, most of us, I agree, shit. Okay, oh. so apparently they are, it turns well, out. I Honestly, been- no, I don't actually agree. I'm leaving either. the World World Podcast today, so my views <laughs> represent the World World Podcast, okay. and I advocate everybody get the podcast because I want everybody, okay. to everybody get the podcast. I mean, everybody, everybody get, the get that podcast. <laughs> just as a, an aside, Carrie and I have both been drinking today, so just FYI, just a little bit. Just a little I have bit not. of wine. A little bit. Mm. Everybody get the vaccine, please. Please. Now back to Miss Rebecca. Eleanor. What's her name? Eleanor. Eleanor. Re- Elizabeth. So Eleanor. Oh my god. I wrote down Elizabeth. Oh, I don't know why. You Eleanor Zagan. Shit. I've said Eleanor. Okay, my bad. About twelve times okay. now. Things are flying off the shelves. Hitting Eleanor. It's Black Friday. Sorry. Or landing at her feet. Her poor grandmother yeah. is <laughs> really super spooked out. She's We've established very, she's a terrible grandmother. She's I don't feel very bad for superstitious. Her. Obviously, she believes money on the ground has been sent by de- the devil Draku. Well, that's actually solid, but but this rocks. I mean, go ahead. I know, yeah. freaky, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying she doesn't have reason to be freaked out. She does, as well as the grandmother. The villagers uh, are seeing this yeah. happen We're and are equally freaked out. Pitchforks are pitchforks and and flames coming. Torches, torches. <laughs> no. So. Grandma calls a priest to come over to investigate what's going on with little Eleanor. That's what you do. As one does. And the priest did an experiment with the stones. He figured that since a lot of the rocks were wet, that they Ew. must have come from a nearby stream. So hmm. he put a mark on one hmm. of the stones and then threw it back into the water. Oh. <laughs> Moments later, the very same stone with the mark that the priest hmm. had put on it 
came sailing right back into the house. I mean, that still makes sense. It could still be the devil. The devil's got to get the stones from somewhere. It could be a beaver. I'm not sure. His what tail is like flicking with his tail or something like that. And he threw it back and it happened to land right on that beaver's table and he tail and he just flicked it right back. Yep. Solid. We got it. As likely as the devil. I, I mean At that literally. Point, yeah. I guess what that proved was that what, it came what from the stream. Did it prove? That's about it. Yeah, it really doesn't. I don't know any. how far away the stream was from the house that, you know, somebody wasn't just tossing stones. Does it? Okay. Yeah. It wasn't like a little child or yeah. like a prank. Anyway, (laughs) so in addition to the stone from the stream, the priest witnessed other activity as well, including breaking dishes and moving objects. And Hmm. he concluded there was an evil presence in the home and warned the family. So this is a classic. And where are the Warrens, by the way? I know they're not born yet, but are very, (laughs) very small. But I still feel like they should be here because this is one of those classics. Is it a poltergeist or yep. is it a demon possession? And yeah. it's like it's like yeah. it's like and what's the paranormal, difference? you know, battle of the paranormal explanation yeah. kind of a thing. Like, okay, we think it's one thing, we think it's another thing, because it could be either way, right? right? I yeah. feel like that depends on who you call. Yeah, it really if does. It's a yeah, priest. It's a demon. Or yeah. the Warrens. That's true. Yeah. Or if you call if just a, I don't know the bitches from yeah. Insidious. Or or yes, or you know, ghost hunters and like that. Then it's a poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Well, this became all too much for Eleanor's poor old grandparents. Oh, no. And after a little more than a week, what? Well, they're just... going to kick her out, aren't they? Or kill her. <gasps> no, they decided that she was being targeted by evil spirits. Oh. And they did send her home to her parents. I mean, they're not kicking her out. There's any of her home. I mean, you know. That's kicking her out. You know, it's kind of kicking her out. I'm wondering why her parents sent her in the first place. Probably because... Um, Mm, you know what? Less said the better. Well, after she went home, do you think all this activity I, ceased? I do not think it ceased. Nope. It continued. When she got back with her family, rocks continued to be thrown at Eleanor, sailing through the windows of her family's house, breaking the windows and crashing against the house once again. Besides the stones and other stuff being hurtled at poor Eleanor. Meat. Uh, uh, furniture <gasps> what? would bounce around and shake wildly. Wow. One time, a saucer sailed across the room and hit a visitor on the head. Oh, man. Wow. Oh, shit. First person mm-hmm. to be injured so far. Now we're getting injuries. Okay. I mean, that's an well, escalation. Yeah. yeah, it is. There were also levitating objects and things Oof. flying off the shelves. At, As you do. At her house also. In one instance, large potatoes oh. <laughs> materialized from under the bed and flew across the room and hit Eleanor on her shoulders. Poor Eleanor. Potatoes. I, well. Were they storing them under the bed or did they? Eleanor said, baby, I don't want to put some comedy up in this. <laughs> so let me get some potatoes from under the bed. But if, the, you know, that's funny. One large potato can be a pound. I mean, that's heavy. They that can be is, heavy. You know how heavy it is, Carrie? A One pound. pound. One pound. Yeah. Yeah. That could knock an eye out. No. What? Or a tooth. Potatoes have eyes. Or, okay. It can knock either your eyes out or, or the potato's, potato's eye. eye out. That's dangerous. They don't have sharp edges. I, I don't think they can I can, knock, I can knock a tooth out. But it would hurt. It would bruise the shit oh, out yeah. of you. Oh, yeah. What if it got you in the nards? Crack your orbital bone. Yes, Carrie. Well. I think you're belittling a yeah, the very power of serious the potato. situation here. 
the level of the potato. Well, even worse oh. for Eleanor, often she, when she would wake up, she would have scratch or bite marks on her body. Damn. In places where she could not have done it herself. A cat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like think where? so. Like where? It'd have to be your back or your... Yeah. <sighs> scratch marks? There's very few places you can't scratch, that's if any. True. Bite marks, that's a little yeah. more circumscribed. It yeah. could be the you back. Can't bite or the... the top of your head. No. Or your no. back. Wow, if you could, though. Or your elbow. Wait, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You can't lick your elbow, you know. Okay, so yeah, so if it's bite marks, I'll go with it. If it's scratch marks, I'm not impressed. But bite but marks, also, damn. Yeah. Just waking up with a bunch of scratch marks is not fun yeah, anyway. That'd be bad. It's a little bit spooky. Yeah. Spookity. Sounds a little great Amherst mystery-ish. The famous bit. Canadian poltergeist slash demonic possession case of the late <sighs> 19th century. Yeah. That we did an episode. <laughs> You so, know, that's less and less and less reading as the joke you intended, <laughs> and just more and more like you making really weird noises every time you say the word episode. So at this point, her father decides to take her to a priest also. Kind of a little bit of a backhanded, comp- or, you know, kind of a, the first priest has got to feel bad about this, because it's like, okay, I guess I didn't do a good enough job, now you're taking her to a better priest. So now well, the, the grandma priest, took her to a priest, and, the, and that priest apparently didn't do a good enough job of exercising her, right? He, he, he didn't do an exorcism. Oh, probably should have. He just investigated it to see what, oh, what that's right. was going on. And he on. put the mark he, on the rock. He decided it was an evil presence. Why? Yeah, so why, well, he's dropped. At that point, he says, you know what? I'm done. I just, I, that part. I diagnose it. I'm not going to cure you. It's above <laughs> me now. Yeah, I don't know about that priest there. That <laughs> he has to escalate it to his manager. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll call Brenda. Well... The famous psychic researcher, Harry Price. Harry Price. We might be doing a Harry Price one very soon. Well, he wrote a book about Eleanor's meeting with this local priest. A whole book about just the meeting with the priest? Damn. Well, I think he wrote a whole book about Eleanor. Oh, in general. I think. I'm not positive. We'll go with that. (laughs) My meeting with the Romanian priest by (laughs) Harry Price. This is a passage about the meeting with the the priest. Quote. He wrote this book in 1945, and it is entitled Poltergeist Over England. Okay. Wait. So he thought Poltergeist, and it was not in England, but that's fine. I'm confused about that title. Did he do like more than one story and some were in England? Possibly. She goes to England. Oh, okay. Okay. So spoiler alert. Yes. Soon after Eleanor had entered the room, an iron vessel, which had before been placed on a stand, suddenly burst into many pieces. What? Immediately afterward, an earthen vessel, which had been on the hearth, also burst. Hmm. Why they got so many vessels? Iron vessel burst, huh? Yeah. Because that's hard to do if you're faking it. That part, yeah. An earthen vessel, you can see how that could happen, but an iron vessel, hmm. Yep. Uh Okay. And apparently there were other people in the room. Hmm. So, when these people had just Barely had time to recover from the shock of that. Quote, both inner windows broke and one of the splinters fell into the room. The outside windows remained intact. I guess they had inner windows. Yeah, I'm going to need to know what an inner window and an outer window is. What does that mean? Is that dual pane? Probably. Like in airplane windows where they got the three panes of glass? No. Maybe they have like one of those things, like an enclosed porch. You know what I mean? We've never lived in a cold climate. So that's yeah. true. We may not know what that is just from that. Yeah. We live in California. We don't have snow. Well, the old priest, his son, and the school teacher were all present. 
all startled, ran out of the room. The teacher, looking through the window, alone saw a big chest which stood against the wall, moved backwards and forwards, wow. as well as from side to side, of its own volition. Only one man, Yoan Ostathi, had remained work. in the room. When he saw the chest moving, he stopped it, saying, Wait, devil, I see you cannot do it alone. I will help you. <laughs> You're helping the devil by moving? And that's a little bit weird. That's heavy. Let me help you, Dragu. What's his name? <laughs> Dragu. Dracula. Dracu. 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 Oh, you right. know, Dracula. That's Dracula comes from. Yes. But At uh, this way before this. moment, a plank hidden in a corner sprang upon the young man and injured him. Wow. Then all again entered the room, and one of them proposed going on a pilgrimage to St. Johannes at the convent of something. Okay, no. It's a well-known landmark in Romania. Okay, no. But I'm assuredly not. It's perfect. Pronouncing it right. Spot on. Quite close enough. How do you spell it? Don't spell it. S-U-C-Z-A-V-A. Sugsava. The name of the saint being pronounced... A stone was thrown against a picture of him that hung on the wall, destroyed the picture, and remained lodged in the wall. Oh, that's I not think, very nice. I think that proves it was Dracu. Probably. Only the teacher was sufficiently courageous to remain in the room. Teachers, Teachers. man. They're heroes. Yep. I mean, they deal with little demons every day. They do. They're <laughs> used to it. He sat opposite a bench on which was a can of water. Suddenly, this can of water was levitated 18 inches Described a half circle, whatever that means. It means it did Describe. a half circle. It's an old timey way, way of it. saying it did it. It did a half circle. It. Yeah. Never mind. And came down on the other end of the bench without spilling a single drop of water. Wow, that's that magic. is like undercover brother with his orange soda, and then first seen in the um, car where he doesn't spill the orange soda despite doing some crazy ass driving. Great scene. Great movie. Try okay. it. Okay. Try it. So anyway. The villagers were understandably frightened by yeah. all of these events. They persuaded the priest to hold a mass, but holding a mass did nothing wow. to stop. They're going to need to call in the big guns. I need an old priest and a young priest. Holy water. Yep. yep. Your mother well. so socks that smell. <laughs> so they decided to send poor Eleanor away once again to the convent of Gorovai near Talpa, which is where she was born anyway. Oh, cute. <laughs> there, they carried out numerous exorcisms. Really? But nothing <sighs> stopped this activity. And in fact, only made it worse. Wow. Things kept increasing. Damn. That would be very frustrating. You think, okay, I'm going to get cured, and it makes it worse? Not okay. Yep. At this point, Eleanor slash Elizabeth, we're not sure what her name was, <laughs> is probably very scared. Well, witnesses allegedly saw Eleanor be being thrown about and physically assaulted Damn. by invisible Oof. forces. The movie Malignant. Our entity. No, never mind. Yeah, never mind. She also showed the classic signs of demonic possession, like growling, hmm. a fever, snarling, and levitating. A la, what's her name in um, Linda Blair? Yeah, Reagan. The Exorcism. Because nothing seemed to work, and Eleanor was slowly kind of losing her mind, they sent her to an asylum for psychiatric help. She needs some help. But there, obviously, no one could figure out what was wrong with her. Didn't have anything to do with uh, psychiatric 
Well. Illness. <laughs> I don't know about that. As diagnosed in 1920. Yeah. Something. They Even thought then. gay was also a psychiatric <laughs> diagnosis. <laughs> well, in the meantime, her story was kind of getting out there into the public, mm-hmm. and the press started reporting on it. That's going to help things. Well, one article came to the attention of Austrian psychical researcher Fritz Grunewald. Fritz oh, Grunewald, the famous Austrian psychic researcher. Yep, so he immediately made arrangements to go investigate little Eleanor's case. He immediately sent a book proposal to his publisher. Well, he interviewed many witnesses, talked to Eleanor, and witnessed much of the paranormal phenomena take place himself. Hmm. He was convinced it was not a hoax or a trick that she was really experiencing all this stuff and she wasn't doing it herself. Has this been years now or how long has this been, do you know? Um, Now we're in 1925. Well, we started in 1925, so it's been less than a year. Well, we started in 24, 25. Okay. We won't, because I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, so it's not been that long. No. uh -uh. Okay. Yep. So he made arrangements to move her back to the convent and began a series of observations. He noted moving or levitating objects, other objects that seemed to materialize out of nowhere, as in the potatoes. <laughs> okay. I thought this came from on the, under the bed. The material... Do you- he said, Do you normally keep your potatoes yeah. under the well, bed? Well, first of all, they're potatoes, as Carrie just established. <laughs> and second of all, yes, I do. Some people all do. Right. In Romania, I believe that's a thing. That's, that's the been, custom? Yeah. I don't know. It's materialized from under the bed. Okay. And then flew out and hit that bitch in the shoulder. Remember? And they knocked an eye out or a tooth or a broke a jaw, something like that. That's yeah. how I remember it. He heard mysterious knocks or bangs. This is still Fritz. Yes. Uh, Gruber. Grunewald. Grunewald. Matches? Mm. You know, why is that a thing? What? That's, in lots of these poltergeist cases, throwing lit matches or having the victim of the haunting throw lit matches is a recurring thing, and I don't oh, understand did why. Did I say she threw lit matches? I said the word matches. And, I, and, and then I, you interrupted immediately. That's what I did. Well, Good were they lit? They lit themselves. Okay, same thing. Same, but yes. <laughs> lit matches is a recurring theme in poltergeist slash demonic possession cases. I, 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 I'm baffled by that. Candles and flames. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's I weird. Either. I don't know. And even physical attacks, which seemed like there were like invisible hands pushing mm, or slapping her. Interesting. He had big plans to, to do a major study of Eleanor and get to the bottom of what was going on with her. But his plans were suddenly cut when he tragically died. Oh, Oops. Fritz. Of a heart attack three oh. weeks later. It's horrible. <laughs> her parents didn't know what to do. They were about to send her back to the asylum because probably they wanted to keep her safe, but they literally didn't know what to do. And did not want it at home with all the lit matches and the flying furniture. Probably. And the wooden house. I'm going to say right now to our children, who may or may not be here, that if you start making furniture fly and lighting matches, uh, you're out. Goes for you, too. 
Fair enough. Are you kidding? We're going to record it and post Actually, it online. Never mind. That's I true. take it all back. Yeah. Please, I encourage that. Yeah. yeah, I'm about to make your life rich. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for Eleanor, instead of having to go back to the asylum, a rich countess in Vienna, who was a personal friend of Fritz Grunewald. Countess. Zoe Wasilko Sarecki. I want you to say that again. Ooh. Zoe Wasilko Sarecki. I want you to say that one more time. It's nope. probably Vasilko. Okay. Well, so probably. Count, we'll just call her a countess. So there are a lot of countesses, aren't there? It's a lot. It seems like a lot of countesses out there. Too I many. I, I feel like I'm going to call myself a count. Carrie, you can call yourself a countess if you want no, to. No, I can't. Okay. And I would not want to. Whatever. She, because your children might. Take you to the guillotine if you mixing some kind of metaphors, but go ahead, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Countess Zoe decided she was going to take care of of Eleanor. Oh, she took her to Vienna for more study and observation. Yeah, and she too was convinced Eleanor was genuine; that it wasn't some sort of hoax. Hmm. She witnessed all the same type of weird paranormal phenomena that Grunewald did, and even more. And she described some of the stranger incidents in a 1927 article in the British Journal of Psychic Research. Mm -hmm. And she... I'm not going to read it, but she talked about moving (laughs) objects. You're not going to read it actually here in the podcast, the entire (laughs) article? That's good. In full. Well, thank you. I have a passage. Okay. Oh, that's a long right. passage. Right. That is a long passage. It's not that long. Uh, read it in a is... different voice, please. Read it in like a voice that indicates you're reading a quote. Like, Once I entered my room. But you know room. what? <laughs> Don't do that, actually. What the fuck? Dot, dot, dot. Eleanor was standing behind me. Suddenly I saw a shadow which glided down slowly in front of the window and not straight, but in a zigzag line. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Not straight. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Then I heard a low sound of something falling. I looked and saw a little iron box filled with dominoes. The box was closed, but some of the dominoes lay next to it on the floor. Um, well, huh. Another time, I was sitting with Mr. Quine. I don't know who Mr. Quine Calvin. is. Calvin. At the round table. She, I mean, well, she's a countess, Carrie. She has a fashion designer, obviously. That part. In her retinue. Well, Eleanor stood with a cat in her arms at the bookstand. Mr. Klein unintentionally looked at the girl and on this occasion noticed a dark gray shadow come from behind her, pass along her right side, and fall under our table upon the cushions at our feet. Oh. It was a tin box, which had before stood on the washstand on the other side of the room. I had always the impression that a returning object of the kind was only again submitted to the normal laws of the physical world when it was perfectly itself again. No, I didn't understand That's that sentence at all. That's terrible writing, but I think is the dark gray shadow was not like a demon or something like that. It was an object. Yes. It was, okay. Yes. And like then, something flew overhead? Yeah. And then it went back to its spot after it was something. I, yeah. No, what here. Are, okay. The yeah. foregoing shadow has nothing at all to do with the appearance of the object itself. Oh. I think that the impression which this moving riddle makes is described best by the words hole in the world, which no. I used for oh. it. So almost like oh. things are moving in uh, and out of... I, like existence. the multiverse, like they're coming yeah. in through... Or like... Um, like portals. Like some super 
you know, like Nightcrawler, is it? No, he can go through. Yeah, he can control dimensional portal, portal, portals and move <laughs> things in and out of them. I'm trying to think of this. There's a superhero who can do that. Damn Nightcrawler. It. But who does it? Ah, the else. game Portal. Yeah. There's some superhero that does that and moves. I can't yes. think of it right now. And I've seen it too. I know it, but so that's that's kind of what she's describing. Or is that yeah. that's is that the Countess talking? Or yes, okay. that's the Countess. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Hole in the world. Yep. Hmm, Hole in the ground with the world in it. At this time, Eleanor also would occasionally go into trances, and while she was in a trance, she would pick up a pen and start scribbling out messages, which was odd because she was supposedly completely illiterate. Mm. She could not read or write. And on at least one occasion, a note that she wrote was in perfect Romanian, hmm. which she could not actually do. But the She's note, Romanian, though, so... Yes, okay. but she couldn't read or write. But this note in perfect Romanian mm-hmm. spelled out the location of a set of keys that the Countess had lost. What? And the Countess went and looked, and that's exactly where they were. Boom. Okay. Listen, now he's being a little helpful. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little helpful and also a little um, a little on the nose. In that, you know my theory about these stories. They tend to have accretions. They tend to have, like, it when, yes. when skeptics say, mm, that's not that impressive. Here's how that could have happened. These stories tend to have get add-ons that get yeah. more like, wait, you can't explain this. So yeah. They, yeah. that, I don't know. That oh, sounds like one of those. I remember it was the grandmother who attributed it to Draku. It yes. could be. Yeah, but I mean. It could be many spirits affecting her, right? Yeah. And okay. one just has to be helpful and says, Let, let's tell her I mean, where the Countess's keys are. In this <laughs> case, it seems like it's one spirit following her around. Why? Or it could be, you know, who's his spirits? Well, well, I guess we'll get into theories later, but I'm thinking inter- interdimensional beings. Interdimensional entities. Spirits are those. But why not? Maybe yeah. they could be. Yeah. Okay. That falls right. under spirits. To spirits me. are also whiskey and vodka and gin. That's true. <laughs> well, the spirit or interdimensional entity or demon that helped her find Countess Zoe's keys was the nice kind. There were also the not so nice kind, mm. which would end up with Eleanor having bruises <sighs> and scratches on her body, and these unseen assaults were getting worse. Witnesses even described an incident in which her hair could be seen to rise and jerk as if someone was yanking on it. Now, that's literally The Conjuring. Is it? I, did I see I'm that? pretty sure. There's a movie in which that happens. Yeah, Her probably. little hair goes up like she just touched a big old balloon and then she gets yanked into the sky. Uh, yeah. And she would also receive tiny little punctures Ooh. like someone was poking her skin with a needle. I don't like that at all. And it's called acupuncture. It's actually quite The Countess said that sometimes actual needles were found poking out of her. What hmm. the fuck? That's. Yeah. And perhaps even more disturbing was the appearance of stigmata. No. On her. She's Jesus. She is. Yep. The. Um, presenting. The Countess said, soon after she entered a room, a mark was noticed rapidly growing on Eleanor's arm. As she watched it, it grew into a number of cruel-looking welts, which might have been, they looked like they had been inflicted with a whip or a thin cane. She believed that Zoe 
or and neither Zoe nor anyone else could have done it. Within a few minutes, the marks disappeared. And then a few minutes later, while she was helping Eleanor wind up a clockwork cat, which Eleanor was particularly fond of, a toy, she saw similar welts beginning to appear on her other arm and on the back of her neck. Nobody was in the room except for the Countess and Zoe at the time, and Zoe was, you know, both of her hands were occupied playing with the clockwork cat. <laughs> she loved cats. Yeah. There was another thing where we said she was holding a cat. Yep. Who doesn't love cats? Uh, plenty of people. Uh, a lot of people don't like cats. <laughs> so this is around the time that Eleanor's case caught the attention of Harry Price. Okay. I and thought you were going to say Harry Potter there for a second. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Dean knows Harry Price. Yes. I do. He was perhaps the most eminent researcher of paranormal phenomena in Europe, if not the world. And he had made his way to Vienna in April of 1926 to do his own investigation into Eleanor. He made several visits to the uh, Countess's flat, and he was at first pretty skeptical about the stories he heard, but his doubts were soon wiped away, and it was on his first meeting with her, it, he said it was apparent that something very strange was going on. Wow. So his skepticism didn't last that long. Not at all. Her first meeting with her. No, because he saw weird stuff happen. Weird goings on. Like she was playing with a toy. Mm-hmm. You know, she liked toys. And She's there was 13. A, okay. I know, at this point. A, it was a spring gun that projected a celluloid ping pong ball. Oh, which the kind, it's like in a little cone basket. It's an early Nerf gun, but go ahead. Kind of. <laughs> but as they watched, the ball came to pieces and the components fell on the ground. And Eleanor was upset. She asked, she brought the pieces to the countess and asked her to fix it. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, the countess looked at the pieces and, you know, tried to figure it out. And a steel stiletto with a handle used for opening letters, letter opener, Mm -hmm. about 10 inches long, shot across the room from behind Harry Price and fell against the door. Mm. He uh. instantly turned around and so you bit know, you through that to look and saw nothing, no uh. one that could have done it. It was normally just sitting on the writing table behind them, on the far wall of the room. Now he's throwing knives. Yep. So he was pretty freaked out. He reported no one in the room, including Eleanor, could have thrown that knife. They were at least 10 feet from the table, and he said the whole time Eleanor and the Countess were in his view, in front of him. Well, okay. That means he threw it. (laughs) Well, it came from behind (laughs) him, so I don't know how that Uh, could happen. That's his story. So, over the course of his next visits, he observed a whole range of odd and very frightening unexplained phenomena the intensity of which he had never seen before. The level. Yes. So he uh, made arrangements to have Eleanor brought to London in order to have her observed in a laboratory setting. Great for children in their formative years. I know. Poor (laughs) Eleanor. So in September of 1926, she was brought to the National Laboratory of Psychical Research where she spent hours and hours under observation 
Making so. wallets for the market in Bangkok. <laughs> well, hopefully they brought lots of little toys that she liked to play with. All cats. Although she was like 12. Yeah, she's you 13. Know, okay. she's 12 or 13. She can't have... What else? Although it was 1920, whatever. Six. So there's not much yeah. else. They didn't have Twitter. <laughs> That's just the truth. Sure, but there were other things like that what young people like to uh, do. Wooden dolls, um, hole in the ground with water uh, in clockwork it, clockwork or cats, <laughs> clockwork orange, clockwork orange cats, and I, all kinds of raggedy and maybe I, I mean don't know. Books. Maybe I'm not I probably sure. get into yeah. books, yeah. but yeah. like read. that's yeah. true. She <laughs> was no illiterate. I forgot it's about that. Yeah, even more so. She let her play with her toys. Yeah, her give her some toys. Ball and yeah. paddle. Yeah. Her circle and stick, hoop and stick. Well, honestly, little girls her age were probably learning how to sew and knit and yeah. quilt and all, you know, cook. Practicing your zigzag stitch. <laughs> yeah, all those kind of handy-dandy things. How well, to pickle a cucumber. Everybody who saw her was baffled. Same stuff, moving objects, objects that would go missing only to suddenly appear from nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like the, the countess keys. Yeah. Oh, put a pin in it. Including dropping from the ceiling. And objects vanishing from locked cupboards and reappearing in thin air, out of thin air. Now that is like teleportation magic. Mm-hmm. Just still don't let be the interdimensional in portals, though. Still, that's yep. true. Some of the phenomena were witnessed under just normal conditions, but others were observed under strict laboratory conditions. One such laboratory experiment, Price described of a franc coin that was observed oh. to move across a table. To fall to the floor with no less than thirteen feet from it, huh? Mm, there's a, at least it thirteen feet 13 away feet. from yeah. the table. That part, yeah, they yeah. just aren't good at writing. <laughs> so he believed that it was Eleanor's telekinetic capabilities. Oh, so they think it's Eleanor herself, not some sort of. Well, these are now air quotes scientists who are yeah. conducting yeah. these studies. So yeah, they they're gonna go with that explanation over. So you have demonic possession, you have Spirits. spirit world, you have interdimensional, interdimensional Entities. activities, and now you have uh, telekinesis, uh-huh. psychokinesis. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where's Hellboy? Here's the thing. All, none of, well, I mean, they all can't be right, obviously. In fact, they could all be wrong, or one could be right. Yes. Okay. And, but how do you determine? You, There's really I don't know. no way. Yeah, not in this More kind of testing. Fit. Yeah, well... They also continued to have physical attacks on Eleanor. She would come up with bruises, scratches, and bite marks. Teeth marks would appear sometimes while people were looking at her. The teeth marks would appear. One such incident supposedly happened at the laboratory and was described in the Sunday Mail thusly. Sunday Mail newspaper. A party was taking tea in the laboratory when Eleanor, in the act of raising her cup to her lips, gave a cry of pain and rolled up her sleeve. On her forearm appeared what seemed to be the marks of teeth deeply indented into the flesh, as if she or someone else had bitten fiercely into the arm. The marks turned from red to white and finally took the form of white raised, they say wheels, it means welts. They gradually faded but were still noticeable after an hour or so. Ugh. Yep. Other such weird phenomena were witnessed during Eleanor's time in London, and Price and his associates concluded there was no trickery involved, 
and that, quote, telekinetic phenomena were convincingly demonstrated and their authenticity was attested by various prominent observers. Mm-hmm. So he believed that, you know, she was being observed under scientific conditions and seeing the movements of objects and teeth marks appear on her skin and all that kind of stuff. He was convinced. However, others were not so easily convinced. The skeptics. And the the media was reporting on these things. And she became known as the ghost girl of Romania. We have a title. Hence the title of this episode. Bing, bing, bing. So odd because yeah, there were not really a lot no of ghostly phenomena yeah, going on. That is a strange mm-hmm. name, but she is she has kind of be called the ghost girl of Romania. I mean, you can one of the explanations, the poltergeist, poltergeist explanation is a type of ghost, I guess. But but yeah. it's not really a ghost. It's not it as well. So it's not. It's, be, it's not the dominant phenomenon. A ghost. Yeah. but it, it isn't really. She'd be the demon girl of Romania. Oh, that's a little judgy. Yeah, that's not fair. So one skeptical person was a Munich doctor named Hans Rosenbusch. He invited Eleanor and the Countess to his home, and he was convinced they were cheating, that they were doing it. And he claimed that he had seen the Countess purposefully scratch Eleanor's neck Mm -hmm. while pretending to be combing her hair. I mean, Mm. yeah. Every time they're like, oh, the Countess could not have ever hit her with a cane. Bitch, why not? Yeah. Anytime you, anytime you hear that, oh, and I turned around right away, blah, blah, and, and no one was there, those accounts you tend to grossly exaggerate. You just, naturally, you're not even intentionally. You exaggerate how quickly you reacted, how far people were, because you, you're amazed by it. So you tend to just sort of psychologically enhance and embellish what happened. So when you say, oh, I turned around right away, maybe it was a second or two. No one was anywhere near. Maybe they were five or six feet away because they had, after just throwing that knife behind your back and missing you. Are you calling into question Harry Price's conclusion? I think it'd be crazy not to at least a little <laughs> bit question Harry Price's conclusion. He, wasn't. he tended to, well, well, I mean, well, I, I'm pretty sure either the episode, next episode or the episode after that, we'll talk about Harry Price's most famous case. And his conclusions there were, were certainly... Well, we'll see. Spoiler alert. Yeah, gotta watch it. Okay, well... Or listen to it. <laughs> oh, a, yeah, that it's part. It's a podcast. <laughs> ah. Good old Hans Rosenbusch concluded that the whole thing was just an act. Everything was fake and explainable through the clever use of subterfuge magnets and sleight of hand. I love it. Magnets. Bring them in. It's gotta be magnets. Yeah. Often, okay. Often you don't even need... Super it's complex trickery. It's as, right. it's as simple as you throw something and you step over a few feet. Like what? What was that? Oh my god! I mean, it, yeah. It, uh, there's been lot. There's been multiple poltergeist cases that have been investigated, and that one in England, the Enfield poltergeist, that the Warrens investigated, sort of quasi investigated. You know where they a couple of different times they saw her jumping up on the bed and saying she's levitating, yeah. and they saw her literally saw caught her throwing st- stuff, and then saying, "Oh my God, that, that came!" You know, yeah. So you know, if indeed you have an adult, the Countess, who this is her cause celeb, who's in cahoots with her, it makes it a hundred yeah. times easier. But go ahead, you probably yeah. want to save that for the end. Well, anyway, yeah. Harry Price was a little bit pissed off. That well, sure. He was being called into question, and as well as his National Laboratory of Psychical Research, he was adamant that his experiments had proven without a doubt that Eleanor had some sort of telekinetic abilities. Mm. So that's what he thought was going on. Okay. And of course, 
the um, countess backed up Harry Price's conclusions <laughs> and contested Rosenbush's accusations. In fact, she was so upset about it, she sued him for libel. A bitch. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, this is the time, I think we've mentioned this once or twice in the podcast, but this is the time where these, these societies for psychical research were still quasi-scientific. In other words, yeah. they were mostly started in the late 19th century, and they were fairly, fairly serious. But at the end of the day, they were founded and staffed by believers who, had, to some degree, believed the topic that they were researching was a real thing. It was a real phenomenon. They were trying to scientifically explain right. PK or ESP or things like yes. or things like that. So you have to kind of believe it's real, otherwise, you, what you're doing is delusional. Yeah. So Harry Price, it's easy to understand how Harry Price could convince himself that these things are real with some some solid, some decent trickery yeah. that did fool him. And he concluded, I'm not saying that's true. I'm just saying that's, yeah. that's a possibility. Well, he concluded that it was real in that it was subconscious telekinetic activity yeah. coming from Eleanor. So not a pol- he's saying it's not a poltergeist, it's not a demon. The welts are like... Like yeah. psychokinetically developed yeah. by Eleanor herself on her own body, yes. etc. And okay. the teeth marks also. Yeah, that's also, yeah. by the way, a fairly common thing in events, especially with with teenage girls, yeah. is where there's a lot of biting and scratching in yeah. these things. And and, and you, I've heard that what you said, I, the whole, and they seem to appear right before. I've heard that multiple times. Yeah, and I've read that in these kinds of cases. Which is weird. I, well, I mean, it's weird. I don't know. But how it's that also, I know how it could happen. It's because, it, again, accretion. In other words, when you say, and we found bite marks on her body, a skeptic's going to yeah. say, well, she bit herself. Oh, what, what way? Well, we saw it. We yeah. saw them form. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe did, maybe didn't. But it's it's an obvious counter to say no because because you are an advocate. Yeah. And to, to say no, but this, here, here's proof it can't have been self, self-inflicted because yeah. I saw them form. So, Well, and Harry believes it was due to Eleanor's tumultuous past. And he called it the Dracu complex. Whoa. I like that. <laughs> it's too bad that did not catch on because it did not catch on. What was her tumultuous well, past? Well, he like, said during her early childhood when the so-called poltergeist phenomenon began, the simple peasants threatened her so often with Dracu, the devil. Oh, because of her, her grandma saying that originally? Yes. Is that why? Okay. And so... That affected her subconscious mind. She became obsessed with the idea of whippings and bitings, which is supposedly what Dracu would do to her. Oh, I right? see. So, so the grandma put the idea of Dracu in her mind, and her mind turned that into manifestations that Dracu would do. Yes. That were part of his, yep. his milieu. Yep. Okay. That and is so Dracu, biting, whipping. <laughs> mm. He said, remove the Dracu complex and the girl would probably be troubled no further with stigmatic markings. How do you do that, though? See, in stigma, okay, that's intriguing because stigmata is typically associated with, it's, it's, yeah. it's holy. It's a holy manifestation. Yeah. It's, not a, it's not from the devil. Quite, It's the opposite. It's from whatever, God. Or, or, you know. Yeah. So it's because it, it's, it's associated with Jesus. Like, like Padre Pio or people who are yeah. very, very. I don't uh, know. Could the devil be doing it to mock? Jesus? Possibly. That's Possibly. true. Yep. He did it upside down. It's a circle, yes. but he did it upside yeah. down. Yeah, people just didn't notice. He, Depending on which way she held her hand. So He like even acknowledged that this did not explain the telekinetic movement of the coins and stuff like that. Why not? 
Sacrifices yeah. explain everything. Why couldn't it? I don't know. Well, Harry. Okay, Harry. But Come on now. Jesus. But he said they merely proved that they happened. Well, we have different definitions of proved, but still. Right. Without a doubt, he says. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it still, that doesn't make any sense. He'd, he'd bail on. So what does yeah. he, how does he explain that then? How does he explain other manifestations if not psychokinesis? Does he not have an explanation for those? I don't, I guess not. Or is he just uh, like, I don't know, but it's not psychokinesis for whatever reason. Even though that, that, that's probably the sense. most, if anything, Normal. moving an object yeah. is the most psychokinetic event that he's described. Yeah, the most usual well, is but, weird. But the, the Dracu complex thing doesn't really Oh, I see. That. So that the, oh. the coins are not in the milieu of yes. Dracu. They're yeah. not demonic. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe Dracu was yeah. just like, well, okay, I'm bored with the bitens and the scratchings and the stigmata. Let yeah. me do something else. And she also probably doesn't have perfect control over her psychokinetic That's abilities. True. That's, That's true. She's very young. Yep. Yep. And this is all consistent with the, you know, commonly uh, believed theory on poltergeist activity called Recurrent Spontaneous Psychokinesis, or RSPK. RSPK, sure. sure. When usually yeah. a prepubescent girl, mm. most commonly, will subconsciously lash out with psychic energy when she's under some sort of stress and trauma. When is a prepubescent girl not? I have never, having never been a prepubescent girl, I don't know. Are they always? <laughs> you tell us. Yes. Okay. It's a very stressful period in a young girl's life. Yeah, crazy, Gary. but okay. And oh, for Gary. some, obviously, it's worse than others and is, you know, in rare cases, powerful enough to manifest and affect the physical world around them in a variety of profound hmm. ways. I mean, just ask Stephen King. Carrie. What? No? Oh, okay, well, got it, got it. Was that? Yes, remember she had a kind of a famous. Well, no, that was no, psychokinetic, the, yeah. psychokinetic abilities. I mean, yeah. the stress triggering psychokinetic abilities. She was, as we she, famously found out, prepubescent initially. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Well, usually the the young girl is totally unaware of it. They don't know that they're doing it. Well, yeah. Supposedly, and so then it gets attributed to ghosts or demons mm-hmm. when, in fact, it's not. So, uh, this is Harry Price's explanation, correct? No, this is the explanation of poltergeist activity. Okay, okay, yeah. In and the psychical research yes, world. And okay. recurrent spontaneous psychokinesis. RSPK. RSPK. Not to be confused with RSVP. That has actually caused some hilarious shenanigans <laughs> at times in certain parties. But go ahead. Well, quickly, or you know, shortly after all of this Harry Price stuff, 1928 rolls along. Ooh. Eleanor turns 13-ish. Okay. Your, your ages are all over the board. She should be quite 16. She should be 14. Uh, yeah. okay. Well, no. no. She was born in, in 1913. 1913 she was 12. or 14. So okay. in 1928, she would be 14. So you're right. At least. If not yeah. 15 or, or 16 even. Because she's born in 1912. I have, or 1912. Oh, 13 or 14. Yes. Okay. She was 12 and 25. Okay. All right. All right. Well, in 1928, she started her period. (gasps) And everything was better. Exactly. What? All it takes is a period? Yep. Damn. After her first menstrual cycle, she promptly stopped exhibiting these phenomena. And she had no more psychic abilities. Wow. Wow. Look at that go. Yep. 
I don't know. I would, if you can control it, I would want to stay off my period as long as possible and have these psychic kinetic powers, wouldn't you? You can control it. I she mean, couldn't, it seems like. I mean, she wouldn't have had welts and bruises no, and I cuts mean, and scratches. No, I mean, if you can control your period. No, I'm talking about psychic kinetic powers. If I could control oh. psychic kinetic powers, <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to have my period so I don't lose my psychic kinetic powers because you're yeah. kind of a mutant superhero at that point. Well, That's pretty cool. Takes, well, I mean, it takes X-Men a sense. while. It takes time to learn how to control your powers. Okay, so well, she, now Carrie is an expert on she didn't, PK control. But every okay. movie and show. Oh, time. okay. They got to learn how to control that's, their powers. That's team. some solid research. I know. Okay. Well, where else? She suddenly dropped out of public eye. Huh. Nobody cared what Eleanor was doing anymore. No, not if she's not doing. And she went on to live a normal life. Hmm. Where's so, she now? Dead? I yeah. imagine she's dead, but oh, in the thing that I, I know, maybe. said it had, you know, Eleanor's the gun, nineteen fourteen dash question no. mark. Ah. D- didn't have a question mark, but didn't have a, a death date. And one article I read said that she, as a young girl, had been sexually assaulted. Oh. And that might have prompted the beginning of all of this. Mm-hmm. But I didn't read that in every article, so I'm not 100% sure, like I am 100% sure that the front coin, the front coin. fell on the floor. and Got it. That the Got it. So what's your explanation for what happened? Poltergeist. You think poltergeist? You're yeah. going to over PK? Over psychokinesis, huh? Yeah. Carrie, sounds like Carrie put a ton of thought into that, by that the way. That is um, You know what? Poltergeist. No, it's not. No, a poltergeist, a poltergeist is not, is Carrie. A poltergeist is a, is a noisy spirit. It's no, a, it's, it's not. An entity. Yes, it is. Who said? I just read to po- you what no, no. poltergeist activity is. That's her. That's that's the psych- psychokinetic explanation of poltergeist. The classic poltergeist is a ghost. Oh, is a force. That part. So yeah. in, in the supernatural world, a paranormal world, a poltergeist is separate completely from psychokinesis. Psychokinesis says no. We can explain that phenomenon. Oh, psycho- I'm on that you know, side. Yes. Uh, uh, through. I'm on the real, science okay. side of it. I, I don't so you're the scientific, <laughs> but <laughs> so so we have basically we have. A poltergeist or a ghost of some kind. We have psychokinesis. We have demonic possession. The Dracu. And we have fraud. Yes. Oh, uh, Intentional fraud. You can't forget the Yeti. We have the a radioactive <laughs> Yeti. Yeti as well. Let's count you know, that. In this case, why fraud? Why not? Mom. Fraud? I mean, Carrie. Well, because really? they if, got the, if the only question is motivation, then you're 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 wasting time because there's always motivation for doing something like that. It's called it's attention seeking. Mo- again, most of these Poltergeist activity, and this is classic poltergeist activity, it's not demonic possession, uh, I mean, not really, is being associated with these young teenage girls is, you know, psychologists will say that's, that's a form of attention seeking, it's a, it's a form yeah. of, it's like you said, the psychological angst going on, and it's a, a way to you know, garner attention, so there's all the motivation in the world you can imagine, even though, even though weirdly, it's often very negative yeah. attention or seemingly destructive yeah. behavior. Yeah. Really, because no teenage girl has ever done just our boy has ever yeah. done it's cons- a bit destructive Munchausen. behavior. Yeah. yeah, although she got lucky, she got the attention of yes, you she know, exactly some fancy people who probably took her to nice places. And- if she hadn't, we never heard of her, but she did. She got the attention yeah. of Countess Zoe, this wealthy local, and then the attention Harry. of Harry Price, yep. who Harry. you know was 
Yeah. I mean, he was he was a reputable. He, yeah, rep, so he was quasi reputable at best. Yeah. But not to Hans. At the end of, I mean, I hate to say this, but at the end of the day, he still was looking to write books. And even back then, books that said nothing to see here did not sell like books that said, oh my God, this is the most amazing case in the world. Just like nowadays, Ding-dong. you don't have name a single television show that's skeptical on any. Uh, out of the dozens of shows about ghosts or Bigfoot, so whatever, uh, there's not one, not one, yeah. that is remotely even uh, even partially skeptical. Yeah, UFOs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So Harry Price had that motivation as well. I know, because it, it's so long ago, we forget that. No, it's absolutely true back then, and was even before yeah. then. Yep. So I don't know. My ex- I mean, there are some amazing uh, feats here. If, they, if it was complete yeah. trickery... They yeah. did. They did some pretty amazing stuff. Though honestly, it seems so simple. But the iron kettle that exploded. Yeah. That's that's. I mean, I can uh, clay thing pot. Yeah. She threw it on the ground. It's like, oh, did that just explode by itself? No, she threw it on the ground. Yeah. But the iron kettle. That's a little yeah. odd. I, I mean, mean, it there could have been just ways. incredible coincidence. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it was ready to go. It and was, the windows. Windows breaking. breaking yeah. I know it. All that kind of stuff. The rocks coming in yeah. from someone else toward her. Yes. That's really weird. Yeah. Uh, I you know I know this seems like a uh, a, a catch all. But there's also just pure embellishment of the story. That like, part, I, I what parts say, really this legit is happened? A, assuming yes, that yeah. we believe all these things happened. It's and one I of those things, frankly. It's like um, you know, uh, the Bible is history. It's like, well, let's think of some weird, convoluted way to explain how a Moses could have been part of the Red Sea, yeah. and they come up with these things, weird they, things yeah. about tides and stuff like that. No, yeah. no, it's just a story. Yeah. Yeah. So that could apply here, even though it's only a hundred years ago almost, where. Yeah, uh, parts of this. Yeah. In fact, part possibly a lot of it is just yeah. add-on. It's stories. I mean, where you know, because it's not like it was contemporaneously written about in the local newspapers, and those it was written about yeah. years later. No, well, no, all, all no, these no, things. Was. She was the ghost girl of Romania. I yeah. know, but I guess you're right. That okay, that makes sense. But but, but, but that doesn't still, mean, that doesn't mean really yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the reporters. Yeah. I was saying more. Seeing these things. Yes. And some things may have first appeared in Countess Zoe's retelling or in Harry Price's retelling. Does that make sense? So, not all. Some of it, yes, I'm sure was covered in the local papers in contemporaneous fashion. So, it is something that happened, quote unquote. Whether it really happened or not, we don't know. But I'm sure other parts of it, like you said, it's just, just the Countess and. Eleanor in the room. Well, okay. Right. If those are the two people who are doing this, that's not very helpful. Yeah. Well, unless like he said, something flew from behind him and they were in front of him. Not from other people. He said that only the two of them were in the room. Oh, okay. Yeah. And even Harry, like I said, Harry, like you said, Harry wrote a book about this. So does Harry want to believe these things are happening and happened? Yes, he does. Of course he does. He He can't not. Not necessarily the most reliable narrators. No. No, he's really not. Um, they're still fun stories. Oh, great that. stories! I mean, it's 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 a intriguing. Movie. Make yeah. a movie, this could be somebody. A great movie. Uh, yeah, I didn't see that there were the any Warrens. movies about it. Come on, James Wan, get on it. Let's go, James Wan. Make the ghost go for mania. Come on, Damn M it. Night. Oh, the curse of Dracu. Not M. I like Knight. it. Yeah. Huh? The Dracu complex, right? Right. Yeah. There's a title. A24, are we asked or I got your idea? Okay. <laughs> okay, so that's the story of the ghost go Romania. We don't know. You tell us what you think. Was it psychokinesis? Was it a ghost? Was it a slash poltergeist? Was it a demonic possession? Was it radioactive Yeti? Was it radioactive The devil. Or was it um, the count? Was it first Eleanor? Yeah. And looking for attention? And then Countess Zoe fed that. Lamin on it. And then Harry Price said, I'll write a book about that. And yeah. 
Then she had a period. It was all over. Finny. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Carrie. You're welcome. Appreciate the help. What? I got scared. I have no idea what that means. Yeah. I think we should be, I think you should be the ghost girl from Mania for Halloween. For passing she, out candy. She does have a cute little short Boom. haircut. Boom. Do it. Do it. Get your haircut just for that. People will, have, people will absolutely guess immediately <laughs> what you are. I'm sure of it. Yeah. And I could do makeup scratches on yes. my design. Yeah. I, I do have a picture it. of that, by the way. That's okay. much better than your original idea of Martina Navratilova. Yeah. I don't know what you were thinking about that. <laughs> Where'd that come from? I don't That's know. what you said. I was supposed to be Jimmy Connors. It made no sense, Carrie. So just... I'll be Jimmy Connors. You'd be Martina Navratilova. You know what? I'll do that. Mac and Roe. Okay. Thank you very much, Carrie. Uh, as we continue our... How Weird, weird world. world. Extravaganza for the month of October. Join us next time for something a little scary as well. Some spooks. Or maybe next Sunday for a little Halloween bit. Well, I have no idea. So we'll see. No. Okay. Maybe, maybe not. All right. See ya.